Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right. A little Thursday. Thursday action of the Taz Show coming at you for the next two hours. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening live on the Radio.com app, or maybe you are listening live at TazShow.com. Thank you for that. Maybe you're watching live over there at TazShow.com. And if you're on the gimmick chat at TazShow.com, you can log in with any of your social media accounts and communicate with each other on there, and sometimes with yours truly. Uh, thank you for spending time doing that. Hey, maybe you're checking out the podcast version of the show, the audio on demand. You can be doing that at play.it, iTunes, TuneIn, or Spotify, which apparently is working again. So thanks for the uh, love and support. Or checking out the VOD, maybe you're doing that, at TazShow.com. And if they add another segment to the show for all the thank yous for all the spots that the show's available. But, hey, at least we're here. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Me and you talking, ladies and gentlemen, and it's that simple. It's mostly me talking and then you just listening or calling. And speaking of calling, you can call the show and communicate with me. Ask a question, mention something. I'm going to talk some NXT in this episode. I got a chance to watch the bulk of NXT. I definitely watch Big Brother, you know that. So maybe I'll talk some Big Brother in a little bit. Definitely NXT. I have some thoughts and opinions on that. A lot of you folks are calling the show already. Attention hotline fans. And if you want to call, you want to dial 866 475 2948 866 475-2948. Okay, that's what you can do right there. Okay, so go ahead and do that. Have fun with it, and that's great. And I'll get to you. Okay, and uh, later on, we'll probably be on Facebook Live over at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Okay. So a lot going on here. Uh, really simple house cleaning. It's really one bullet point, but I think I'm adding one to that one, which would make two. Test one, two. So I guess that means we should do a house cleaning because there's more than one point. So I will make these two points. Actually, it just became three points. So house cleaning in one, two, three, three, two, one. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning. Tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz show. All right, kids. So you know how a lot of times on this effing show, uh, we do a fifth quarter. Yes, that's right. The show bleeds over late. Right? We give you more content for free, 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 you greedy pricks. So we give it to you, and it's no problem. Guess what happens today? Today, the show will end 15 minutes early. What are you nuts? Sorry. Getting thrown out of the studio. They have something they have to take, apparently. Whoa, whoa, whoa really? Whoa! We have to tape a show, Taz. Can you get out of the fucking studio early? Sorry. This show's turning into an E5L already. Dennis, 
you need to control me. You know I'm not in a good mood. Timber! You know I'm not in a good mood today. And you saw what just happened. I need your help. Okay? I wasn't ready for that. That's an early F-bomb. <laughs> no. That's an early one. <laughs> early Seguan Jones F-bomb. Yeah, I just, I, I'm a little twisted. So, I have no reason. I'm just mad. Could you tell? I, I got here early today, too, by the way. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Good for you. Yep. Had the janitor tell me, what the, what'd your wife throw you out of the house? No, you fat fuck, mind your business. How about that? That's what I wanted to say to him. Another fat bastard. I'm out of control, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Lawless. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry. Do you have no decorum? I don't know. I apologize. I just, there's a disclaimer. I just, I just, I gotta let loose. The show is a venting session for me. Part of the reason why my nuts are twisted, and this segues into house cleaning. I'll get into that in a second, actually. Let me get back to this whole thing. Taz, we have a show to do. Can you get out of the studio at 845? That's what I get told a few days ago, right? That's what I get told. That is correct. And what do I do? I take the high road, right? Gentleman Jones. No problem. You saw the emails. No problem, guys. No problem. Hey, I'm a team. Yeah, right. We're team players here. Taz show, team players. No problem. Don't worry about my pitch in the lobby. No, that don't mean shit. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Nah, you break your word not two years ago, no problem. You need me out of the studio a little early? I'm out, no problem. I'm not getting out of the studio. No problem. Ha! Do your show, whatever you're doing. Whoever's in here now, the new flavor of the month. Oh, yeah, uh, Johnny Buckycock has a podcast. You know, he has a reality show on uh, Gimmick. Oh, yeah. He's going to do a show. Can you leave your studio early? Yeah, sure. Let Johnny Buttoncock do his thing. So I'm babyface them all. Dennis says, you know, on the email, Company Jones. Then I come on here and I bury him. That was all his time. <laughs> it just don't make a deal about it. It's just the way it goes. I'm done with the tablets. Really simple. All right. The other thing that really kind of has my nuts a little twisted is today's someone's birthday, apparently. And, uh. I want to thank one of the fans here on my uh, Twitter. I was looking up before the show as I was show prepping. Oh, Jake Dehan, uh, Snake Eyes Forty Nine on Twitter. Very nice comment. G O A T. Call me the goat. The goat. For you, uh, Nickum Poops out there, that means greatest of all time. Thank you very much, Jake. That's very kind of you. It almost put a smile on my face, but that's kind. Uh, where is the guy on Twitter? To me, a woo, by the way, she goes, dropping two F-bombs in the first 10 minutes. Hashtag E1L. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, where is that one fan that uh, said something about the birthday? Oh, here it is. So today is, oh, geez, just as I look up, it's on TV. Holy shit, you shine over. Good Lordy B. I, I'm gonna my I swear I think one of my ass cheeks just fell off. I'm not kidding uh, it, it, Today's Tom Brady's birthday. Okay, so and and it's it's obnoxious annoying I, I mean, of course the guy's entitled to have a birthday. I get it. I mean really it, 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 do I need to watch on ESPN right now? And why am I not watching CBS Sports? That's a whole nother story. I'm watching this channel Which is gonna change in the break ESPN is doing a video package a montage that has been going on for a good two minutes because it's Tom Brady's birthday. 
Are you serious? So I want to give a shout out to Patrick at ptrimble66. Good number, my friend. Ugh. Stay away from ESPN today. They are celebrating Tom Brady's 40th like it's a national holiday. Yes. Holy. Dennis, did you see what's going on here? That, oof, not good news for you. Did well said. Well said, Dennis. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? I'll tell you what's going to happen here in New York City. You go over to the, uh, the little radio station down the road over here, WFAN. You heard of them. There will not be a fanfare for this Tom Brady like, like the ESPN's doing. The love fest. You think that'll happen at the fan? Probably not, right? I don't see that. Happening. I can see them going the opposite and playing like uh, <laughs> highlights from the Giants Super Bowl victories against yes. them. Yes. <laughs> I love you bring up the Giants. Well done. Uh, I would bring up the Falcons, but the, the, the video package is still going on ESPN right now. Throughout all of House Clean, it's still on the air right now. ESPN, wake the F up. Why am I saying F now? At this point, I'm at the point of no return. No, you can return. I'm glad you returned. <laughs> no, no, no return. Just back up, Taz. Just back it up, Taz. It's okay. Uh, what else? I think, the, is that in House Was there something else? I said there was three. I said there was a third. Oh, shit. Um, what was the third? I got you working. You're like... <laughs> so busy first. first hey, yeah, and he's pissed. He's like, God, don't hit this guy. I know. For one time, he's got to work. That was Anthony, the video director. Um, those that are new to the past show, dude. There was a third thing for house cleaning. <clears throat> Please end the show early. It's Tom Dushy's birthday, and what was the third thing? Why is it not in the run sheet? That's the that's the third thing. Why is it not in the run sheet? Tom Brady's birthday. Why? I didn't realize it was Tom Brady's birthday. Do you not realize you're the producer of the show that you need to know everything? You realize that I, I expect that of you. Dude, you do know that, right? That No, I'm familiar with that, yeah. No, I'm serious. Like you I don't think people realize behind the scenes what happens here that I really do expect you, Dennis, to know everything what's going on in sports and entertainment every second for the show. You do know that, right? I yeah. Yeah. The fans don't know I put that pressure on you. It's a good pressure to have. But you don't respond well to it. It's definitely a gun to the head mentality that I bring to the table here. Oh, I'd be dead. On that. I, I, there was something else for house cleaning. It wasn't me yelling at you. It was something else. Seriously, I can't, can't remember what the heck it was. Let's try and talk you through this. <sighs> I know. Clothing related? Oh, you saw what the shirt I'm wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing the same one you wore yesterday. The little, little kayfabe audio action. Looks better on you. The green. Uh, Army Green Jones sound effects store downstairs. You know, they play sound effects. So we, uh, you know, have a shirt in honor of them. So uh, you can go to Pearls and Tees and buy that. Dot com slash Taz Talk. Talk. Show. Well, take two. How's that? Wait, say just again. Taz. Taz. You're just Taz. Pitching your Instagram. Taz Talk. <laughs> I merged my Instagram with my Pro Wrestling Which is smart because that segues nicely into follow Taz Except on if Instagram. you go to com slash Taz Talk, you'll get nothing. Error message Jones. That's what you're going to get. Right or wrong? No, that's correct. Oh, we'll find out. Yeah. I think so, bro. I think that's what happened. Uh, I, I guess that's how it's I, I, I don't know. I know I want to talk about NXT. I know that. I got a lot of people on the phone already. 
Uh, Big Brother. There's a lot of stuff that's going on with Big Brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, a lot of stuff. What is this now? Beer chugging, cliff golf, and pranks. Tales of Tom Brady at 40? Are you effing kidding me? That's on TV. Is this a TV. book? What? That sounds like a book Come title. Come Just stop. 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 Look at if you are from the New England area in this great country of ours, don't call the show today. Don't. Don't. Don't call. I feel like a badger right now. You know what a badger does, right? Like a panther, like a, 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 a you know, a, a caged animal. I just, I just, badgers are, that's how I am. I'm just, that's where I am right now. That's, that's where I am. I gotta talk NXT in a second here. Hey Connor in Illinois, oh. you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, house? Hey Taz, how are you? Ah, it's hanging in there, buddy. How you doing? Seg one, I can't get through it. Oh, uh, I know, I know. Uh, I was talking a little Big Brother, but first you got a hack alert. Oh no, God, don't ruin my day more than it's ruined. <laughs> what? What's the hack alert? So last week I was driving down the road listening to uh, 670 to score. Oh, that's a CBS owned station. Uh, if there happens to be a Taz show special soon, it would maybe be on there. But continue. Yes. So I'm driving. They're talking about uh, the Mike Francesca 30 for 30 with uh, Mad Dog. Yes. What do you mean, no? Got it. And from out of nowhere, I hear the put my mic on sound effect. Are you serious? Put my mic on! And I'm like, are they replaying the Taz show? Like, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me, let me get this straight. You're saying that you were listening to a show on 670 The Score, a radio show, and they and they they have a sound effect store that dropped that sound effect? I guess so. Okay, Dennis, you have work to do, and so does Anthony. Uh, we need to find out who the PD is, that's Program Director, Inside Radio Talk, of Ch- Chicago 670 The Score. That needs to be done. And what else happened? So they played that, that, that sound effect, right? And that point I turned off. I'm like, you know what? Nope, they're going to heck the Tash show. I can't listen anymore. They they played the same one that all sound effects store here place downstairs. Yeah, yeah, Son of a bitch, bastard. Dennis, did you know about this? I did. Yeah, no, I knew about that. I feel like if I said no, then it falls back on to well, when you me said not you knowing knew, everything. So I figured I'd go the opposite this time. But my fate when you said you knew, you, you stumped me. I'm like, <laughs> like did you, you? No, no, I. Oh. Why didn't you know? You should have known. <laughs> there we go. Connor, what else you want to talk about? Because you just upset me. Uh, Big Brother. Yeah, good. Oh, wow. Last night was oh, was quite the episode. I know. I saw um, it. I saw it. I saw it. Yep. Cody and Jessica, God bless them. They have that hex. They are so lucky right now. Yeah, they are. There's a lot of, um, there was a lot of fighting. Dennis, try to find some footage. There was a lot of, you would like this, Dennis. Explosive. With um, frying pans, with the guy uh, uh, Josh, Josh and this big dude Mark, um, there was a frying frying pan incident. Frying pan incident. Also, Cody got into the face of Paul in the head of household uh, room bedroom, and basically said, "What the f are you gonna do about it?" You know, it, dude, it's explosive. There's a lot of fighting, dude. I, I'll tell you this, Connor. There's another fight they didn't show yet that you're gonna see. Not to be a spoiler. With Jessica and um, Raven. Raven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, n- not not Raven from uh, ECW. This, the, the real Raven. <laughs> this redheaded girl. How about that? No. Uh, yeah, that, there's there's definitely an explosive situation there. 
and then apparently, I think there was some big fight that they didn't air yet either with a bunch of the house guests, like problems in the yard outside and then and then they 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 threw them out of the yard all the house guests they made them go in the house they locked them out of the yard like this a it's a really combustible staff they have connor i mean a cast i should say and i like it i think it's great at tv i think i think some of it's a little bit of a work i think this whole america vote thing that gave um you know gave jessica the uh, the hex the, the the gimmick i think uh, getting cody back in the house i think i feel like some of that's a little contrived uh, yeah. I think Paul, a lot of stuff has been geared towards Paul. I also think it's going to get to the point where some people in the house are going to get annoyed by Paul acting like Joey Expert on the whole show, you know? Exactly. Uh, he's really out of control. I mean, I think he's a really good game player. Don't get me wrong. I do. But do you have any, uh, if you can work on this, Dennis, you're going to get some footage. You look like you're sitting there. Bite your nails like you're done. I have Cody and Paul fighting. We have some, uh, we have video. Video support. We do All right, Connor, is anything else you want to discuss here on the Big Brother before I let you go, sir? I honestly, I wish Mark would just hit Josh. I can't stand Josh. I hate Josh, uh, and hate's a strong word. Um, I hate but everyone. He's a hateable guy. I mean, and, you know, Josh uh, acts like he's a victim all the time because he cries yep. every day. He's literally crying. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think the guy has some kind of a mental disorder. Uh, I don't know what's going on with him. i got to be honest with you. Mark um, somehow is restraining himself, even though last night he almost didn't. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Josh. Josh is just being used. He's a puppet for Paul. That's all it is. Right. You could see it. You know, well, he, he. They all are. Yeah, they all are. But Paul loves Josh because Josh gets into Cody and Jessica's skin. That's right. that's a that's the truth right there. Yes. So, uh, Connor, thank you for calling. I'm just break down, big brother. <clears throat> Before I move on here to the wrestling talk. Can you talk about wrestling? That's it. You know, you freaking expert. Let's watch this Big Brother explosive situation. Ants going to love this. Okay. Want me to set it up? Okay, maybe not. If you want to talk, I'm... Yeah, let's go talk. Let's go. This guy was the the little guy with the beard. the head of household, so he won a competition. Cody, that includes you. What's the point? No. That's kind of the point. There's literally no point. So Cody and this this, this week means nothing. Don't speak. Please don't speak. Before you guys get all weird, Can you pause let me this? talk. I want to just explain something. So what happens here is the guy with the beard with no shirt with all the tattoos, really bad ink job on his chest. That guy, okay, he's Paul. He was on the show last year, and he went to the final two. He's actually a very good game player. Now they put him back in the house with all the newbies, and he's... Joe expert like so it's a little bit annoying sometimes but anyway this thing gets this thing blows up here this guy Cody uh, Marine no shit Jones he don't play games very confrontational guy he's kind of you know finagling around in a physical manner with this chick it's his girlfriend in the house showman's Jones with Jessica this is little little brunette girl here you're gonna see in a second so what happens is Cody just Cody and Jessica were just put on the block for eviction by the head of household which is the guy Paul with the big ass tattoo on his chest so let's see what happens here. I genuinely wholeheartedly believed you when you said you two had safety. Now that may still be the case. You don't know what you just did, Paul. What does that mean? This was the worst case Paul. scenario for you. You're HOH. You nominating both of us? Don't even say anything. Okay, You'll don't see. Worry. You'll see, but just, you should not have okay, done that. Regardless. Just listen to me for a second. Nine people, the whole house is saying that, and you two guarantee me that you have safety then I know that nothing will happen to you two. And you do what nine people tell you to do, Paul? Oh. 
I thought you were smarter in this game, Paul. Dude, I had everything set. You had you, No, I I, don't you pull that, Paul. Well, I don't know how to game the game. Right Come on, guys. Come on. Every every two seconds down there, you're saying how much you know this game, Paul, and you realize how to. I'm not saying how much I know this game. It's like the oh, I'm on day 130 now. I am. I know this game better than anybody else. I don't say I know this game better than anybody else. Say that. No, I don't. I don't say that. We're all safe, dude. Don't get all heated. Relax. Don't get emotional. My temptation has never been used in this game before. What I have is a new thing. You didn't see it coming. You should have asked questions. Okay, don't tell her. Lower dude, calm down, dude. Seriously. I, it's in this room. No, you you, you treat those like they're dogs down there. Don't say it to Jessica either. I could tell Jessica to lower her you voice. You cannot tell Jessica to lower her voice. Hold me back out. Leave this room. You leave Paul, this room. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Leave this room. Leave this room. You're an emotional. Leave this room. Leave this room, dude. Get out of my face and leave this room. What? Nothing. Nothing, because I'm an adult. Leave this room. Thought so. Be a kid outside. Jessica, if you still want to talk, you can. Always got to have the last word, Paul. Dude, you could be big and bad and say all the want. Yeah, yeah, take the spotlight, Paul. That's all you want. That's all you want is the spotlight. Says the guy who gets in people's faces and walks down. That's all you want. Grow the up, kid. Spotlight. You're showman, right? Thought you were 20, 26 or 32. Grow up. No, no, I get it, Paul. That's why you're on this show. You're just a character on a show. Grow up. Exactly. You're just a character on a show, Paul. Grow up. Oh, yeah. Ha-ha-ha. Turn that shit up. At least we beat the curses. So, <clears throat> so that's just one of the issues yesterday. Now, Dennis, you hooked a little. Your eyes are like lit up. You love it. You I love, love it. the tension. And that's not bad, right? And what do you think? I love like the whisper arguing where they both want to rip each other's heads <laughs> off. But they're like, dude, Paul, what the hell, dude? You're you're an effing idiot. You know why? Lower because your like, voice. there's a thing with the rest of the house. Like, you never want to come off confrontational because then you're you're aggressive and they want to evict you. That's number one. Number two. Um, the thing he, that this guy Paul DeBeer was pissed off about was Jessica threatened that she has some kind of a power that she won, which she's telling the truth, like a hex, where if they go to evict her or her a, boyfriend... A witch doctor? No, but that's part of the show, Dennis. Okay, don't make fun. It's a CBS property. Have some decorum. I use your word. <laughs> so, um, now you threw me off, damn it. What was I saying? Jessica has a hex. She's got a hex. And basically, it could protect... Her and anyone she cares about, Cody Jones, um, from being evicted. So that's where he, Paul, is calling her bluff. And the tensions get even worse. Now, there's another problem where this guy, Josh, who we just heard Connor call, say he hates him. Can you get Connor? Can you get Connor, a dude, and uh, and mock frying pan argument, fist fight, almost a fist fight. Uh, got physical, very close. Actually, it was very entertaining. I know you're working on this, but... Um, and then I got to get into uh, talking about NXT here. I'm just, uh, you know, it's it just, it's to, to me, it's, I, I, I'm hooked on the show. I've been hooked on the show for a long time, so it's Big Brother. I can't help it. I have to talk about it. Hey, uh, Stephen Montgomery, New York, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, boss? Hey, how's it going, Taz? First time, long time. Uh-oh. Watch that. Don't say that so quick. That's a yambang <laughs> shot. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. I just uh, wanted to put you over and thank you for, uh, Helping me out. I actually just graduated New York State Police Academy. Oh, congrats. Uh, like Con congrats, buddy. Congrats. And uh, thank you I for you about to go into that that field and protect uh, us New Yorkers. That's uh, you said, uh, so you're going to be a state trooper at the end of the day, right? 
Yeah, I'm actually I'm a state trooper now. I actually uh, patrol where uh, Dennis's rivals uh, oh. play football. Wait a minute! Don't I'm say it. Not. You're gonna say the word? <laughs> Are you gonna say the town? Are you gonna say it, sir? Might be Newburgh. Oh, Newburgh! Newburgh! <laughs> we got great patrolmen headed your way. <laughs> Dennis, you need to be you need to be friends with this gentleman because you're up and down the New York State Thruway. And you never know. You run into uh, Officer Steve here. You might be in good shape. You're going to need speeding or something, you know? He's a good person to know, I'm yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I, mean uh, I don't know you guys, but uh, no, I just want to say it was miserable <laughs> riding up there every Sunday. And I listen to your uh, your show every single time going Thank up there you. for the hour and a half ride. So I just wanted to put you over. I really got nothing else, but I just wanted to uh, Hey, Steve, don't feel bad. I got nothing else either, pal. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but, but I appreciate it, buddy. And good luck to you, man. And I'll talk to you soon. Alrighty. We'll see you, champ. Bye bye. There you go. It'll be nice to the state police. They get you with the radar Jones. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get pulled over for speeding. Maybe you're you're changing lanes rapidly, which I never do. I always use my indicator. I don't cut in front of people. I'm a gentleman on the road. You never know. People are texting and driving now. Not a big problem. Big problem. Not not a fan. I got a non-handheld uh, gimmick on my car. I keep it, my phone on there. I don't even touch my phone while I'm driving. So, uh, you know, s- someone calls, I could see, and I could call them. If they text me, I could text when I'm stationary and I pull over. I don't keep the phone in my hand, Dennis. That's what I do. Do you have this footage for me? Because I need to get, move no, on. this one's show. tougher to, to nail oh, down. Oh, is it really? Okay, great. Well, I will, uh, in the meantime, while you're doing that, uh, we have a lot of people on the phone, so I could get to more phone calls, or maybe I should get into NXT. That's probably what I'll do. When you get it, you interrupt me. I will let How you about know. about that? You understand the participants' names? Mark and... Josh. Con- and, oh, Josh. You said Connor. No, I that, didn't say Connor. That changes my... Uh... <laughs> I didn't say Connor. You know why I didn't say Connor? Because there's no Connor in the house. Well, that would make why sense. Why would I say Connor? <laughs> it's Mark and Josh. I'm not joshing. I'm being serious. Mark and Josh. You want me to wait? You want me to move on? I want to wait. We can wait. I mean, sip of water. Hang on, folks. Ah, yes. oh, I might have it. Hold on. All right, hold on, hold on. He's, he's getting close, folks. Because I don't want to get into NXT. And next thing you know, I'm talking about this fight with the frying pans, which is actually pretty good stuff. And I got people on the phone. I mean, it's, 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 it gets crazy. You know what I mean? So it gets crazy. <clears throat> but I have a producer, a biz dev guy who works slow motion. Uh, how are we looking, guy? We need to download Adobe Flash, so I got to find another outlet. But okay, I found Johnny uh, in the UK, you sir are on the Taz show. What do you say there, homie? Hey, good moment, Taz, and good moment to the team. Hey, Johnny, good moment. What's going on, buddy? Oh, no, not too, not bad. And uh, how about you? All good there? Yes, sir. Very good. How can I help you, my friend? Um, I've actually got a suggestion and a question for you, if you don't mind. And begin. Um, seeing as you now have a segment called Fitballing um, with Sports. It's Yes, Even yeah, we're still waiting for the uh, intro for that. I don't know where that is, Johnny. Uh, my, my team was supposed to get that, but I got a hold of everybody's hand here. That's how this shit works here. But I, I'm sorry for my language. Continue. I'm pretty sure uh, Seth, um, wouldn't be too. We'll be happy to to run into it for you. I don't even know what you just said, sir. Say that one more time. I said that you're, um, you're the head of the producer's staff. Uh, yes, I'm the, I, I run the game. I'm the boss here. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. These guys, I speak, they run. You got to see them. They, they run away. That's yeah. what happens. Uh, is there anything anyway, else of uh, substance, sir? Do you have? Yes, go ahead. For, yes. for, for your um, 
spitballing with sports. <laughs> Tell Being me. As you have a lot of UK and European fans, I figured as Ant is a big football fan, or as you guys call it, soccer fan. Yes. Yes. Um, maybe you can give him a bit of a spot so he can um, update people on, on soccer. Um, not today. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> it's not a horrendous idea. Uh, what do you mean, no? But, I mean, it, it's not that bad of an idea. I mean, I, I could throw that around because it, it, we do have a lot of uh, UK fans and uh, fans that are non-Americans, as I like to call you people. Um, so, and, and, and football, F-U-T-O-B-L-O-C-K, is a huge, huge thing. So, uh, you know, it's a huge sports that's catching on, you know, soccer. So uh, uh, maybe it's not a bad idea. Maybe we'll have a meeting later and we'll discuss it. Uh, I'll put it on the docket, Johnny, and, and we'll figure out. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, I guess that, that, um, Dennis wouldn't be too happy because obviously the spotlight will be taken away from him. Well, true, hands, true. But, that's true, yeah. but that's okay. I mean, he always gets some kind of spotlight, Dennis. That's what he does. He makes sure his Twitter and Instagram is running amok and – he also uh, maybe can do another baseball tour where he could hook up and uh, chase tail. Uh, that's what he does. He hook up with girls. So that's what I'm dealing with here, Johnny. And thank you for calling, my friend. Uh, how are we looking on that footage for Big Brother? Because I got to go to break. We found it. Okay. Can, let's watch it and go to break late. How about that? Then I'll do NXT and the other side of break. All right. So this is, uh, well, you'll figure it out. This guy, Josh, is annoying. Mark doesn't like him. There's really not much to say here. Watch. What are you making? Like really tiny, like an eyedropper. What are you making? Well, they're in the bathroom. Yeah, this was like 200, but it's it the wrong last, seat. Like, you got the so wrong seat. It, this is not from last night because the kid day, that just walked by, this chick's in the shower. The, the kid that just walked by is eliminated from the show, right? So you're in the wrong seat. This is the wrong seat. You have no idea what you're doing. So now I got to go to break. All of a sudden, break, I have to screen the scenes and find the scenes. Do you have it or not? I mean, it's literally labeled. Josh goes after Mark with pots and pans. Okay. Well, well I'm going to break right now. On the other side of break, we will come back with the pots and pans and talk NXT and get back on the phones. Uh, Busy Tash Show, Thursday edition. Sit tight. featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, guys, we're back here. A little Thursday edition Taz show, uh, rock and rolling. Uh, we're going to wrap a little early today. We're going to wrap 15 minutes early, so that would be 8.45 a.m. Eastern. They need the studio to tape something. So they asked me if I could leave early. Whew. I'm fine with it. You know, I kind of touched on this earlier. It's okay. It's fine. Really, I have no problem. Buddy is stupid. Anyway, um, I was telling you guys yesterday, real quick, before I talk about, I want to show you that little fight gimmick. I have a little something to share, a little present. Here. The fight gimmick from Big Brother, and then we're going to rock and roll some NXT talk. I've uh, got people on the phone. You can call the show, too, if you want. If you want to talk NXT or something else, Big Brother, whatever, 866-475-2948. So I told you guys about MVMT uh, yesterday, the watch company, and they're supporting the Taz show, my show here. And I wanted to show you, uh, just let this roll, bro. I wanted to show you guys uh, the actual watch that they had sent me, I requested. They have a bunch. You go on their website, 
and you're going to get 15% off using my code. Okay, basically simple deal, mvmt.com slash TAZ. You get 15% off, free shipping and free returns. But check this out. Look at the box it comes in. Beautiful box. Easy for me with the dead hand, right? Um, simple box Jones. They Real felt Jones. The whole thing. Look how beautiful, right? Everything's nice. Look at this. Now, this is in. I took it out already, so it's a little figazied in here. It's backwards, but this is the one I want. Look at that beautiful box. Look at this, right? So now, okay, we don't need the box anymore, Taz. We're good. So we'll move the box over here. But this is what's all about, the money. The watch. Look at this watch here. Zoom in on this here. Can you zoom? You want to use the other camera? I don't know what you want to do here. Talk to me. Tell him to talk to me. You should have rehearsed this. <laughs> we got nothing. What are we doing? What, what cameras do you want me to play? Uh, Look at that watch. The, yeah, the original. You can't zoom in up. This is beautiful, bro. Look, this watch. Look, oh, there you go. Which one are we on? Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> Nope, no. <laughs> stay still. You stay still. We'll, right, right. we'll go to you. <laughs> Look at that. This, this is like QVC stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is Gunmetal Jones. Okay, I want you to hear. Come back to me full three, two, one. Here we go. Listen to how loud this is. Kill that, kill that audio for a minute, bro. Look at how loud this watch is. Listen, listen to this. You hear that? Oh, shit. Well, this watch. I thought you meant the clock ticking. No, I'm saying how heavy this thing is. This watch, it's phenomenal. These watches are great. So, um, I'm telling you right now, I just wanted to show you guys the watch. I'll be wearing the watch tomorrow. I don't have it on today, as you can see. Uh, not today. Not today. I'll wear it tomorrow. Very picky on what I wear on my wrist. Um, but MVMP, MVMT, I should say, .com slash TAZ. They're great watches. They have a ton of different ones. Go on there, pick one. I mean, they start at 95 bucks, and you don't have to spend tons of money on a beautiful, high-quality, well, you know, well program, um, well mechanized watch, I should say. And with 15% off, with free shipping and free returns, you can't go wrong. So I want to just show everybody the watch right there. I said I would show. You know, I keep my word. You know what I mean? That's my deal. Uh, real quick, Big Brother, Fight Jones, Frying Pan. Let's go to that. Then we'll go uh, NXT. This would happen uh, last night with this guy with the frying pans. Is this annoying bastard? His name is Josh. He's annoying. He always acts like the victim, but yet he's a little weird. He's kind of a bully, and he goes after this giant man named Mark. They have heat. They had pool table heat. They had they were playing pool one day and had some problems. Next thing you know, Mark throws a cup of pickle juice, believe it or not, in the face of this guy Josh. But that's not why he went at him with the pans. He went at him with the pans because this guy Josh, the scene we showed you earlier where the Marine dude told the kid with the beard, F off, and he walks out of the head of household room. This guy, Josh, hates the Marine dude and hates the girl, Jessica. So he's like, he's bitching and moaning, getting his nose in people's business, saying he, meaning Cody, the Marine, has no business doing what he does. He acts like a big shot. And Mark, who's friends with Cody, says, hey, you know what, Josh? You know, shut up. Shut the F up, you jabroni. Well, and then Josh does this. Watch. <laughs> and Mark will be in a tutu. I have to explain that later. So much. Don't fucking touch Get it. the fucking hands out of the fucking dick. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Don't fucking touch Get the fucking hands out of the fucking dick. Yes. I put yes. One up there. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we do here, big brother.
if he comes with me. Now, you notice there was some cursing in that because we... I did notice that. Well, we played the live feeds, and those are not edited in the most part. It's an explicit thing, but what happened was he went at him with these frying pans because he's being annoying. He does this... He's obviously hacking Natasha. So he does that whole thing to annoy Mark. And then he went out with the pans just to be annoying uh, because he's a pain in the balls. And the thing is, he's trying to entice him to hit him because they're not allowed, Dennis, to hit each other. It's not they're, they're, Once you do that, you're done. You're done. You're Automatic crossed. elimination? Correct, correct, correct. So that's why you notice that live feed graphic came up because they went black. They got out of it because the show didn't, you know, we had they had to get out. It's just intense. It's very intense. It's not not a, uh, a a girly reality show. No no disrespect to girls or reality shows, but I'm just saying, there's some intensity on this. Did you like that scene, Ed? That was pretty funny. I'm gonna do that to Dennis now when he pisses me off. That's a circus song, right? That's a classic circus song. It is right. Lee means having a field day right now. Oh, I got footage. He's mocking dates. They said deep. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Watch that. What are we? Oh, doink! That's the doink gimmick. I love it. Here we go. Play it up. This he actually had great music. I mean, fit him. It's awesome. Phenomenal. So that's what this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Mark almost turned into Matt Bourne and almost <laughs> beat Josh's ass. So <laughs> that was Doink for those who don't know. So uh, great character, by the way. Doink was phenomenal. And what a worker. Jeez, Bourne was phenomenal. Uh, uh, anyway, speaking of workers and wrestlers and all that jazz, let's get into some uh, NXT. smooth transition. Oh, well, that's what I do. Oh, you got me nervous. You said the word I, transition. I said it. I'm like, oh no, don't say transition. <laughs> <laughs> Your ego will take over. Uh, please don't do it. All right, so I, I did watch NXT. I watched most of it. Um, oh, what did I miss? I did not. Unfortunately, I did not see. I saw Sonya Deville's entrance, but I didn't see her match. And I like him. I'm a fan of her, so I'm pissed I didn't see her work. Um, Gargano versus uh, Mendoza started the show off. Um, I have to tell you, you know, now Gargano's on his own now. No more DIY and all that stuff. Um, what a match. I, I've never really seen Mendoza before. Oh, this kid is a real deal here. I mean, this kid's good. Real good. Um, this match was so good. I'm watching this thing, and I'm, I'm like, Jiminy Crickets. Why is this just wasted on a regular NXT broadcast? This is like, build this kid Mendoza up. Um, and let's make this guy something and put him in an angle with Gargano. Something. This is this is a like an NXT takeover style match, dude. I don't know if you saw this match. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal very, match. Very good match. Oh Great god, open. dog it, man. And this kid Mendoza. By the way, how is it that a guy on NXT that most people aren't familiar with, I would assume Mendoza, has better ring music than some of the guys on Raw? If you, this guy's music is tremendous. I mean, like, it's really cool. It's like a kind of a hip-hop, um, Hispanic feel to it. You know, boop, bop, 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 like that. Like, there's like a down or something like that in there, you know? <laughs> you got it? Yep. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Like a little Hispanic uh, hip-hop. 
Yeah, like some like reggaeton. No, I, if it was reggae, I would have said Jamaican. No, 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 no. Reggaeton is like uh, Spanish rap, like Puerto Rican, Dominican. Oh, we play a little bump music that has that feel. I think mm-hmm. uh, maybe we can hear on, a little bit Tuesdays. of that. We could, we would, <laughs> maybe we can hear that now. This is Mendoza's music. This was. This is what yeah, he had. Yeah, this is it. This is it. It's not bad. I mean, for WWE music. I'll tell you, when I see Dennis, yeah, I think hip-hop, I think Hispanic, I think urban. Actually, you got some rhythm there. <laughs> oh, he did the move, man. He did it. He did the move. I love the move. I love that move. Just when you least expect it. Oh, you just stole the show. Oh, yes. You did the move. Oh, man. Love that fucking move. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh. I got to watch the video. Damn, that move is phenomenal. <laughs> God, I wish we had instant replay in. Oh, man. Slow-mo Jones. I'll telecaster it. Who came up with that move, Dennis? Seriously. <laughs> I don't know. Aunt, who is it? Is it Migos? It was. It oh, was. Migos. Migos, the hip-hop guys? Yeah. I know those guys. There's like three guys, right? The Migos, right? Aunt? Yeah, three Amigos. Hey, don't be a smart ass. Yeah, just put you over. Do like that. Dude, this music is better than this is actually really like good. Most of the guys in WWE's music, like in Raw's music or SmackDown's music, great. Uh, what the hell was that? You better shut Anthony's mic off. He's like, who the hell's in there? What are we saying? Like a, it's like playing like Metallica State Patrol backwards. Eat my soul. You know uh you know State Patrol? You know the story? Yes, yeah, you've told you've okay. told us. I, I, I think you've you've definitely told me off air. I think you've, you've definitely told you it on air story. without me. Uh, no, I know the people know. I just didn't know. It's a, it's before you were on the show. I know you didn't pay attention before you were on the show, and that's why I know you didn't care about the show. <coughs> so anyway. <coughs> excuse me. So Mendoza, we had a little sidetracked there for about ten minutes for some reason, <laughs> but the move just stole me. Not Mendoza's move, Dennis's move. Um, so we got the, this match was excellent. The only thing I would say from a nitpicking critique, um, if I am Johnny Gargano, I'm going to revisit my finish. This He did a, a, like a kind of a version of a cross face uh, where he throws his opponent's arm behind him. Awesome hold. I mean, really, really cool submission. It's just a little clunky. It's a little too slow to go into, in my opinion. It's not smooth. You can't... Um, Hook someone quickly in it, like catch someone out of nowhere for a finish. Um, I told you guys in the past that was the beauty of my rear choke, a, a Taz mission, uh, Kata Hajime, the beauty of that. I could hook it out of nowhere. Samoa Joe does the same thing with his rear choke. Um, we saw Sergeant Slaughter from years back do it with the Cobra Clutch. I mean, so many guys with rear chokes. I'm not just saying you need a choke, but submissions... Uh, that are a little clunky to get into. It's different than like years ago when Ric Flair used the, you know, he wasn't the only one who used the, the figure four. Many guys from his era or before his era used the figure four. But um, Flair, you know, that submission was known forever. But it was a different era then, and they worked a, sl- a little bit of a slower pace for the most part. They told more of a story. Uh, those legendary guys from, from Rick's prime, and the way he would go into his figure four was phenomenal, was awesome. Um, now, he's still Ric Flair. He could do that today, obviously, in, in, in the same way, and it would still get over because he is Ric Flair. I'm just saying for a younger wrestler like Organo, having a finish that's a little slower to get into, 
even though it's a submission, I you know I just think he needs to re revisit this and figure this out. But Gargano won the match. It was an excellent match. Uh, I really think they should uh, do something with this Mendoza kid. I don't know if he can talk or not. I'm not not really sure. Uh, you know, I don't know uh, if he if he if he meaning if he can cut a good promo when I say talk. Um, not really sure. Um, speaking of talking and importance of promos, uh, the segment after that was Asuka, uh, the NXT Women's Champion. She comes out and uh, she was dressed in street clothes. Well, she was dressed in like a, I guess, a female business suit, dress code Jones, you know, uh, even for the women. Uh, so, what the hell? Okay. Sexist Taz, <laughs> even for the women. They can wear business attire too. Uh, well, the sound effects store obviously jumped the gun and they didn't go through the rehearsals earlier like we all did. A certain, see, let me pull back the curtain, guys. The sound effects when they happen, they're rehearsed. Every one of them is planned for every spot that you hear. Will you stop? So anyway, uh, what happens is uh, Oscar comes out. She's in a business suit, a female version, and then Ember Moon comes out. She's in uh, street clothes, uh, you know, jeans, t-shirt stuff. So they're, they're not they're not going to have a match. Obviously, it's a promo segment. Um, I got to tell you. I didn't like this. The talking part. The physicality, both girls, excellent. The talking part, it lacked energy and it lacked the importance of realism. It seemed written. It seemed fake. It seemed just bad acting. It just, and I'm not just speaking because Asuka doesn't speak fluent English. You know, her first language is Japanese. She's a Japanese girl. But... Uh, Ember Moon too. I mean, she her her promo just wasn't it just wasn't there. Uh, from a writing perspective, from the, the 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 creative end of what they said, the content I should say of the promos, I don't want to hear anyone, including the champion, Oscar, tell me that Ember Moon is not ready yet. She's not ready. That was the crux of the promo. She's not ready. Okay, here's the problem for me hearing someone say this. When I watch Ember Moon, and I'm a fan of Ember Moon, I like her. <clears throat> She's different. I don't like when she talks or dresses like a regular girl because her entrance is like kind of wacky and weird but cool with the eyes. She's got the crazy eyes, and she's got a really cool entrance and all that. And and then she just talks like a regular girl and dresses in jeans and a T-shirt. Like, um, there's a disconnect for me there. You know, I'll live the gimmick a little bit. It's okay. That's number one. Number two, I, I don't want to hear that she isn't ready. Ember Moon, okay, because she does come off a little, Ember does, a little bit green for me still, a little bit. So when you remind me that she's kind of green or feels green, uh, it's ugh. it hurts her credibility. And I like Ember Moon. I think she should be the new champ, to be honest with you, because I think Asuka has overstayed her welcome in NXT. Asuka belongs on Raw SmackDown. She's awesome, Asuka. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not ripping a girl. I'm just saying enough. She needs to move on. But don't say she isn't ready, Ember Moon. Now, I did like how they had Ember <clears throat> close the promo, saying, hey, you're saying I'm not ready, but actually, Asuka, you know, you're not ready for me. Okay, so that's redeeming uh, promo. Redeems herself in that promo. I got it. That's cool. Um, I just didn't I just didn't like that. What I, what I said I didn't like. I just didn't like that, that they're saying these things, that she that she having a champion saying she's not ready. I understand she's... Oscar's got a heel tone. 
to her and it's sarcastic and Oscar's got this weird feel to her and this funky kind of attitude. I got it. And that's cool. I like it. But I, I think you got to make the challenger. You got to write the promo for the champion who's made already. The goal here is to make Ember Moon. To make Ember Moon. Win or lose at TakeOver Brooklyn, the goal is for Oscar to make Ember Moon. That's the goal. She needs to get to that next level, Ember Moon. That's why Triple H and his crew have her wrestling Oscar in a big venue at a big show like TakeOver Brooklyn. So I don't I don't want to hear she's not ready. Right, some in the business or out of the business might think I'm nitpicking. And that's your prerogative. You can think I'm nitpicking. I'm telling you my opinion. I just don't think they needed that. The physicality in the segment was excellent. I have no problem with the physicality. The lack of energy, the lack of realism in, in the verbiage, the content, and the delivery by both girls was weak. That's just calling it the way I see it. You know, uh, Dennis, did you happen to see it from a fan perspective? What's your opinion? If you didn't see it, that's fine too. I watched it. I wasn't listening on mute. Uh, so let me uh, get this straight. So hold, hold on a second. Wait. Wait so, a second. So, so you know where I'm going already with this. Yeah. So it's a promo segment. You watched it, but you muted it. I'm a big body language guy. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell something right. was something was afoot by just looking at. You're also a former producer of the Taz Show. You just got fired. Okay, so you're done. Thanks I got to beef up yes. my resume now. Oh, hey, do you know Taz, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that's how it goes. Uh, Sensei Sam in Florida, you on the Taz Show? What do you say there, Sensei? Ah, good mornings, Taz. Good moments. Lumberjack, good luck with that girl in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. I know how it is. <laughs> her name's Sarah. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Excuse me. Yes, Sarah. Sensei, you need, to, you need to say her name. He gets very upset. Yeah, He's very defensive of her. I'm very defensive. with names, but I'm good with faces. All right, brother. What's up, man? I wanted to ask you, being a Sensei here, and I've called before, but this guy, the guy to answer the phone, he finally got his Sensei right. So, oh, that's Cowboy. Yeah, he's a little behind. Oh the my lord! <laughs> yeah, I know. By God, bless it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, we're looking to get rid of him soon. Actually, to be honest with you, yeah, he's oh, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm on the market. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hey, Taz, I wanted to ask you a personal question. Um, you know about your your career before wrestling. You know, did you do martial arts? some MMA, you know, because you were, you know, wrecking shop in the in the ring and using yeah. some MMA moves and stuff like oh, yeah. that. And well, then uh, yeah, also, just one quick little shoot. I, you know, the first time I tuned into the show, I was like, wow, my God, what's going on here? All this randomness. But then when I tuned in some more and I got hip to the lingo and hip to the little side <laughs> stories, I can't even stop listening, man. So thank, thank you. you for everything. Oh, Sensei Sam, thank you for uh, supporting the show. I appreciate it. So here's the thing with me, like back in the day, like, um, you know, I, I, let's just put it this way. I dabbled in judo and, and, and I, I was a judo player. And the thing was like, there was nothing, there was nothing called MMA back then. There right. was no MMA career for me. Um, now it right. was just kind of, once I got into my pro wrestling career, it just started to pick up, meaning MMA, UFC, just, just started to right. crank up. Pancrase was a company in Japan that was doing a tons of like, it was like shoot style pro wrestling. I was a big fan of that. Um, where uh, it, it was worked, but yet these guys were nailing each other and doing a lot of joint locks and submissions and stuff and, awesome. and suplexes and stuff. It was a lot of different... Uh, it was it was mixed martial arts at the end of the day with a pro wrestling feel, but it was a phenomenal company. I was a big fan out of Tokyo, out of Pancrase. Now, the thing was, um, uh, for me, I took a lot of elements of my judo background and stuff I've learned over the years, I along right, along with 
trying to be a different type of professional wrestler, Sensei Sam, where these guys today, you see, and thank you for calling, Sam. You see, guys, today, everybody wears kick pads. Everybody's a shooter. Everyone does submissions. Everyone is Japanese strong style. Everyone does suplexes. And, you know, I, I was saying to Dennis before the show, like, today, I'm like, it's it gets to a point where it's just, you know, it, 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 they all feel the same. It's like I said to Dennis, could you imagine if every segment had a guy or a girl with platinum blonde hair, a long robe with rhinestones on it, you know, going, woo, you know, could you imagine? Like, if every, every segment had that. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like with the whole, you know, MMA feel of these wrestlers. You know, everyone is, you know, the younger talent, and I'm exaggerating when I say everyone. I shouldn't say everyone. It's, I'm obviously exaggerating. But I'm trying, I'm using exaggeration to hammer home a point. There's a lot of that feel of um, that, that, that tough guy that everyone is just a killing machine and everyone can, you know, submissions and, and they're all uh, MMA enthusiasts. They all have MMA backgrounds. I mean, uh, it, it, it gets to the point where I, I'm watching NST last night and it's a one hour show. It was like, ah, I, I, it's like a lot. From from Gargano doing it, he's great. To now uh, to Sonya Deville, which I didn't see her match, but she's an MMA uh, feel, and obviously Kyle O'Reilly, who I'm a big mark for Kyle O'Reilly, but he he does it and he does it right, you know. Like so, uh, and then Alistair Black, another guy. Like so, it's like it's a lot. It's a lot, especially in one show, not just NXT. But last night it really jumped out to me. Um, so Sensei Sam, for me to answer your question, and thank you again for calling. There was no MMA career because there was no MMA, you know, so there was no career to have for MMA. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, um, I, like I said, I tried to be different and unique at five foot eight, five foot nine to stand out and do something different um, and utilize something that I was good at with my legitimate background to bring forward into the squared circle. And, and I took elements of, Mike Tyson's feel, uh, being a guy from Brooklyn also like me, and during that time, as I said, you know, Mike Tyson was the man in boxing and in entertainment and sports. So no one ever connected that with me and Mike Tyson, but there were a lot of his feel to who he was that made the human suplex machine Taz. Uh, I just took elements of that. It just to inspire me. That's what I did. It wasn't like I took. I just used some of that, that, that feel to him to inspire me. Um, and, and I also saw, hey, you know, guys like the Steiner brothers can pop off some awesome suplexes and guys like Hirohase in Japan, or even before that time, the great Iron Sheik, you know, do some great suplexes, you know, and I was, it was a big mark for Sheiky, you know, I love the way Iron Sheik worked, you know, so I wanted to bring that stuff forward in my style, you know, so that was a big inspiration for me and nobody was doing it. The only guy that came close to, to doing that was Ken Shamrock. Because he worked in Pancrase, and then he was in the UFC when it first started. Uh, but you know, and, and, but Shamrock used to wrestle before he made it as Ken Shamrock. He was working under the name. There's one for you, Dennis. You'll like this. A little trivia. Uh, most people aren't going to know the answer. They'll Google it, so they'll get the answer. See, as soon as I say trivia, you went right to the keyboard. And that's and that's fine because that's what most. Well, people I believe do. you, but I, I like to. No, but that's what that's what people do today. The people they go right to the keyboard when they hear, "Oh, I got a question." You are fake news. That's what happens. They go right to that. You know, 
Um, where me, I use my brain. Okay, so Vince Torelli. Vince Torelli was the name that Ken Shamrock was. You could GTS it. Vince Torelli was the name that Ken Shamrock was in a small mid-Atlantic wrestling company, Carolina area. Can't remember the name of the company. And he was a pro wrestler working for them. Uh, and he wasn't Ken Shamrock. That was, I don't have much more information on that. I remember seeing him because I was just coming up in a business. You know, I was, wor- I was working for a few years. <clears throat> and this had to be very early 90s or late, late 80s. Tell me if you get anything on that. Vince Torelli. Um, yeah, he, he, uh, he looked, you know, he looked like he didn't change much when he became Ken Shamrock. He's got a little thicker and a little bigger. But, you know, that was the, the beginnings of it. I mean, guys like what Shamrock would do or what I did. And even a little bit before me was a guy named uh, Kama, K-A-M-A. I think that was his name. Well, who's Kama? That's the godfather, okay? Uh, Papa Shango, you know, that, that he was doing uh, like a fighting machine type gimmick. It didn't last for WWF, and then they, they changed him. But, yeah, he was doing that. So now it's like, man, it's everywhere. It's everywhere in pro wrestling. Everybody wears kick pads. Everyone's a shooter. Everyone does suplexes. Everyone's Japanese strong style. All the announcers like to use inside terms and break down. They're trying to break down joint locks and holds, and they're trying. (laughs) And using fancy words or changing (coughs) names of basic joint locks and using a fancy word to sound special where you don't have to do that. Just be honest. The uh, the audience that knows knows the truth of the name of holds. You know. Is there something you want to say before I go to break, sir? He. Uh, Who's he? Ken Shamrock wrestled in the Atlantic Coast Wrestling Promotion under the name Wayne Shamrock, and then that folded. Then it turned into South Atlantic Pro Wrestling, where he changed his name to Vince Furley. Torelli. Correct. That's right. And we're going to break now. I love to be told I'm correct. Makes me feel like my brain is working right through the seven concussions. I will continue talking MST on the side of break. Continue getting into the phone calls. Uh, this is a Taz Show uh, Thursday edition. Uh, sit tight, kids. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Taz Show right here, the Thursday edition. We're going into the third quarter, which will be also be the fourth quarter because the show will end 15 minutes early today. This will be one segment, 30 minutes, and then the show will end. Um, I'm going to get into telling you about my good friends at Quicken Loans, uh, Rocket Mortgage, Quicken Loans in a second. And also, if you haven't heard, uh, today is Tom Brady's birthday. ESPN is going crazy like it's the second coming. No one cares. Uh, I figured I'd share that with you. Okay, so, listen, man. Support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, okay? They ask questions. They ask good questions. Uh, Why can't the mortgage experience be better for everyone? Yes, why do mortgages require paperwork? Well, Quicken Loans answers all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And the beauty, guys, Rocket Mortgage, it's a very simple process, very, very simple. Apply simple, apply simply, I should say. Understand fully, mortgage confidently. So check this out. To get started, I want you to go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lending. 
licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. There you have it. So I was talking some uh, NXT, and uh, I'm going to keep talking NXT because I only got into the, basically the beginning, well, the first, well, actually, I got into a good amount of it, come to think of it. Gargano Mendoza, got into details of that. We're on Facebook Live, too, by the way, facebook.com slash Taz. God, I, I do everything here. Very busy. Uh, talked a lot about the Asuka Ember Moon promo segment, which, I, like I said, I wasn't crazy about. I liked the physicality part, did not like the promo part. Content or delivery by the talent, wasn't a fan. Felt very amateur hour. I just hate to be rude, but I'm just, you know, I usually am a big fan of NXT, and, you know, very rarely will I, you know, uh, uh, talk negatively about uh, wrestlers because I always give the wrestlers the benefit of the doubt because I've been in their shoes. But I do think you got to do a better job delivering um, by both Ember, Moon, uh, and Asuka, you know, in the promo or write something better for them or feel the promo better. It just seemed contrived. Like I said earlier, lacked energy. It didn't feel real. It felt very ugh, just, you know. And like I said, I didn't like the part of that they had Oscar say, Ember isn't ready. You're not ready yet. You know, it, ma- it makes her, Ember Moon, come off too green. And I feel like she's kind of green as it is. I don't know her history. I don't. She just doesn't come off as polished yet. But yet, in my crazy mind, I still think she belongs in this main event at NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn. And I got to tell you, I think put the title on her. Just, just run with this girl. She's dedicated. She's focused. She's the type of girl. I don't know. I've never met her. But seeing her work enough. She's going to get better and better every single match, every single promo segment. I would just keep her special. She looks different, her eyes, the look, the whole thing. But then you have her walking around in street clothes and blue jeans and a T-shirt like a regular girl from down the block. Or, you know, she just talks regular. I just think, I don't know if she should talk slower or maybe less. I don't really have the answer for that. I haven't thought about it much. Quite frankly, it's not my job. Uh, to, to make Ember Moon better. That's the WWE and, and NXT's job. Uh, so uh, not mine. I'm just giving opinions. So might come off as douchey, but that's me sometimes. I am douchey. Yes. Yes. So that's the deal on that. Uh, and Dennis, uh, I would love to get his perspective from a fan perspective on the Ember Moon promo segment, uh, but he said that he watched it and did not listen to it. So he had a promo segment on mute, basically, So which is a first. That so. was multitasking. Yeah, I'm sure you are. You were probably eating. Um, that was one of the multitasks, yes. A bag of barbecue potato chips, dipping it in hot sauce, probably. That's no, yesterday was taco night. Oh, taco Wednesday instead of Tuesday? Yeah, I like to mix it up. You just sit around and eat by yourself now or because you got no woman in your life, right? Uh, Ant's laughing in my ear. Ant, I don't find that funny at all. No one cares. Uh, what was he laughing about? I have no idea what's that. That I'm eating by myself. Okay, you can't enjoy a meal by yourself because I have nobody to eat dinner with. Uh, Mike in Michigan, uh, you were on the Taz show. Uh, how can I help you, sir? What's going on, Taz, man? How you I doing, like buddy? Amber. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm sorry. I got a question for you, and uh, I like Amber Moon. I think she's got a little work to do, but that's my future wife, man. Don't you ever tell me that. <laughs> All right, well, good luck with her. <laughs> Does she know that? <laughs> Go I get it, know, Mike. She don't need it. She don't, <laughs> she don't need it, but I'm going to get it. Don't worry. Yeah. I got a question for you. Yes. I, this, this, this question inspired me with some little uh, Ken Shamrock trivia questions you asked. So uh, here you go. Who uh, used Kurt Angle's theme song before Kurt Angle? I know someone did. 
You are correct. Yeah. I know someone did. I don't know the answer. Is it is it Shamrock? No, no, no. I'll give you a hint. He wore a mask. Is that my that I know it is yeah. the Patriot. The Patriot. The Patriot. He's actually been. Yes. Oh, a, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say you're. Oh, come on, please. Dude, do you, you realize away. who you're talking to here? Do you realize who I am? I'm running the game. Come on, bro. Come on now. I, sure? I, I, there, I got it. there is a there is a DVD over here somewhere. Wait, what did you say? Did Dennis give me the answer? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't cheat, dude. I'm, I'm not miles from California. He looked at the TV, saw Tom Brady, and it clicked. No, it clicked because the man has been on my show before, the Patriot. That's how it clicked, and and that's how. And, and oh, it, he has been. Oh, yeah, he has been. Yeah, a while back he was on the Taz show. Yes, sir. And and I remember this topic came up either in that episode or before him, but I did know that he did use it. Uh, once when you when you said it, I'm like, wait, I know the answer. I know, and then it took me a second. When you said he wore a mask, that hint gave it away from me. Boom, right away. Quick spot, Jones. Yes. Done. That's how I am. That's how I roll, Mike, and good luck with Ember Moon. Uh, there you go. Mike in Michigan. He's in search of Ember Moon. Thank you, Mike, for calling. Nice try trying to stump me. Better luck next time. Uh, I do not want to start a whole let's try to call Taz and stump him with trivia because I'm not that good. Um, you can hit me with some old school football stuff. I'll nail it. <sighs> you remember the show Stump the Schwab? Actually, I do remember that. That was a great show. I yeah. What happened? Where's the guy? I think they ran out of questions. The guy answered them all. <laughs> oh, we're good. That's it. The show ended. He's got I think, all the I think he would have been good on there. They ask a lot of uh, obscure old old school questions. That so now I only house. know obscure. That's the, I understand. No, you, you have a lot. Um, obviously. Well, if you know the common stuff, then or the obscure stuff, you obviously know the common stuff. Hideo Tommy, he's uh, working, he's got the heel thing going on, black t-shirt Jones, angry Japanese voice, so I got it, you're a bad guy, and I like it, I think, I think he's better as a heel, um, it came off okay, uh, they hit Alice the Black's music while Hideo's talking, and, um, and then we saw a slight physicality of basically Alice the Black with that black mask crazy backspin kick nailing a Tommy was well done great bump by a Tommy knockout sell Jones the whole deal okay liked it thought it was good um, I, I'm a fan of Alice the Black only thing I would have done a little different on this to be honest is while Alice the, Alice the Black's entrance because it's slow demonic um, when he's walking down I would not have just kept Deo a Tommy in the ring standing there looking at him like an idiot um, while Alistair Black was walking down, I would have had Hideo yelling, s- just speaking on microphone, because he had a mic in his hand, while the, dark- the darkness is falling upon us in the arena, and we hear this crazy death metal. What kind of metal is that again that he plays, that Alistair Black music? Whatever, it's, it's metal. Definitely metal of some sort. I think they call it Metal Man. No, that's what they call it. Metal Man. Will you stop? Uh, it's Metal Man music, yes. That's it, right? Metal Man music? Right. Yes. So, so, so what happens... <laughs> so what happens is... What happens is... I would have Hideo just speaking Japanese while the music's playing loud on the microphone... Just going crazy on the, that's my Japanese impersonation. Just going that's off good. on the mic while Hideo's in the ring, while Black is slowly walking to the ring. It would have felt better. Let the announcers not talk, which would have been really nice. I'm just not a fan of the team on NXT, the announce team at all. It's just it's really not getting over with me. Um, but I really think that having um, Hideo speak Japanese 
while the deadly Dutchman is coming down uh, down the uh, the aisle would have been cool. Um, where we don't even know what Hideo's saying unless you understand Japanese. You know, I think that would have been good. Um, instead of just having him say nothing. Even though I do like Alistair Black's music, don't get me wrong. I just thought it would have been cool. So that's what I would have done there. Then they go into a match where they shocked everybody. And who shows up to face Alistair Black? Uh, the great Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, Kyle O'Reilly. Big fan of this guy. I've always been a fan of him. He's worked in Ring of Honor and stuff. And he's worked all over. Every hot independent for a long time. Indie company. You know, he's Kyle O'Reilly's real deal. Real deal, real, real deal. Uh, now, this is a guy who should uh, keep working with that MMA uh, style because he knows it. Uh, he's, his his uh, submission work is excellent. Uh, his transitions, his physical transitions into moves, he does it the proper way where a lot of guys uh, fake until they make it, where a lot of fans are fooled by some of these guys that are doing this stuff and girls and they're not really doing the jiu-jitsu, judo, grappling style the right way. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Where O'Reilly does. Uh, he, he, he does. Uh, his move sets are excellent. Uh, his execution of the moves are excellent. His physicality is excellent. His facial expression, his body is perfect for the gimmick. He's got those rounded shoulders. He has an athletic build. He doesn't look like some bodybuilder. You know, he doesn't look like some tattooed-up bodybuilder. Uh, like some wannabe, you know, try-hard guy. He looks real, Kyle O'Reilly. Looks real. And and I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And I thought these guys had an excellent match. Um, uh, some people thought the match was amazing. Um, uh, Mauro Ronaldo was mentioning Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat at the end of the match. Uh, that was cringeworthy, to be frank. I, I understand he's trying to get the match over. But he's saying this, this. he'd love to see a feud like this between these two guys, like Steamboat and Flair and other guys. I, I, I leave it alone. I mean, stop with the overstatements, dude. Like, you know, he did the same thing last week about something. What was I talking about with, with Mauro? I, I, I went off about that, too. I can't remember what the hell it was. This was a good match. This was not like an amazing match. This was a good match. It was physical. Okay, so what? <laughs> These guys laid it in. It was physical, and, and it, it was a good match. But it, it wasn't, like, amazing. Charles Wade on uh, Facebook Live. Yes, amazing match. No, not amazing. What do you mean no? It's a good match. It wasn't amazing. It was good. You know, I, I, so uh, that's my opinion, Charles. And you, you could think it's amazing. I don't think I don't think so. So I'm just telling you, it, it, you don't need to uh, chairman uh, just like Macho Man's elbow. Thank you. That's what it was. Chairman, producer of the Taz Show. My producer sitting here. Thinking of Krellas going to a bakery and eating carbs. He has no idea. Nah, bacon. <sighs> punchline. He is just the punchline. There he is. Um, Charles Wade comes back with, so what is an amazing match you've seen in comparison? Uh, dude, look. You're gonna sit here and ask me a question like that. I'm like, I, I got to go over what, what amazing, what, what? I, I no. How's how's that? No, 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 no. I'm not answering you. How's that? Because it's there's no answer. It's a very open, vague question you're asking me. I'm telling you, the match that I watched yesterday was a very good match. 
it was not amazing. That cliche is used all the time. It was an amazing match. Just because the announcers are screaming and they're telling you it's amazing doesn't mean it was amazing. Okay, it doesn't. It was a good match. Good match. The match on SmackDown with Cena and Nakamura, that was more amazing than this match. It was, quite frankly, a better match than this match. <laughs> it was. Did you see this match yesterday with, with O'Reilly and uh, Black? I did. On mute. But I watched That's fine. It. it was on mute. Did you like the match? Did you think it was amazing uh, from a fan see, perspective? I, I'm with you on this. Very good match. Amazing is like... It's an that, overstatement. That's, that's yeah, a high... Just, like. You got to reserve that for something that you're like, it's a must see. Because they see two younger wrestlers going at it that the company's not holding down yet because they're not on Raw SmackDown and they're able to go out there and, and throw stiff kicks and nail each other hard and and full sales popping like it's ECW Arena in 1994. I got it. I, they're doing the chance. They're doing, I know, I know. So the people at home, like, that's an amazing match. I know it's amazing because the commentators and the play-by-play guy told me. No, it's not. It's not. Stop being sheep. That's good, Dennis. That's why people love you. It's just <laughs> random. Stop being sheep. Well, because the announcers told them. Don't listen. Don't listen to the announcers. Listen to your heart. That's why you listen to the show on mute. <laughs> well, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> That's why. I love China. I want I my own opinion. I understand. I understand. <clears throat> so anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not trying to tell no one that, you know, what they should or shouldn't like. Uh, you know, everybody has their own prerogative. That's fine. I'm just saying there were things in the match. I'm not attacking the guy Charles Wade on Facebook. I'm just having a conversation. I think he understands. I'm not, like, coming at the guy like, ah, you're wrong. I'm right. I don't mean it like that. I really don't. Um, what I mean is I, I, I think that sometimes, you know, Fans get hung up in the moment, and that's good. That's part of being a fan, and not just wrestling fans, in sports too. You know, I think that's cool. That's good. I watch a match. I can assure you I watch it different than most of you guys. It has nothing to do with being in the business for so many years and wrestling for so many years and being a commentator and training guys. It, I, I say it has nothing to do with that from an ego perspective because that's not what I mean when I say it. What I mean is... I can't watch a match and look at it like you guys watch it. I can't. I see different things that happen. I see how guys are reacting to each other in the ring. I hear the commentary different than you guys do. It's just I'm trained that way. This is what I've done for a living for so many years. Both of those jobs, wrestler, then announcer. You know, so I, 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 I think it's like a football coach. Uh, who coached uh, a head coach at a, a, a college somewhere, or an NFL coach, when he goes to watch his son's high school football game, probably looks at the game different than most parents watch it. You know what I mean? I, it's just a totally different thing because you just can't, you're, 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 my eyes see it different. And I could put myself in that realm, and I know when a guy is gassed in the ring. 
meaning he's out of breath and he can't get the right heat on the baby face. Or I know when the baby face is sucking wind and his comeback isn't crisp because he's not in shape. Or I know that the heel is not letting the baby face, you know, get enough of a hope spot during the match. I could feel it. Most guys who've wrestled a long time that also know how to train guys can feel it. You can see it. And now I'm, I kind of have that other thing, like with the announcing thing, because I've also been in that role of telling the story and masking or hiding this to protect the talent in the ring. So I see all that kind of stuff jumps out to me. All those elements jump out to me. You know what I mean? So um, it was a good match. It was a good match. What's so funny, Dennis? The way your your vocal inflection <laughs> tailed off. Like you're you're praising the match. I am. And, but you're, I know. I'm just, it was it was a good match. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to say. I because no, I, I don't want people I don't want to crush people's dreams. Schnitz, you know I, mean? no. I just don't. I, that's not what I'm trying to do. No, you're not a dream crusher. You're a dream enhancer. So, it was a good match. Um, I think that if they're going to do a program, an angle, a storyline with these two guys, which I don't think they're going to, meaning Gargano, uh, Gargano. Meaning O'Reilly and uh, Black. Maybe they'll go to it down the road. It seems like they're going to do something with Hideo Tommy and Black, I would assume. But I, I missed NXT next week. Did, did, did you see it last week? I didn't. I don't know if there's a storyline with, with Alistair Black and Hideo No, they were just, he wasn't even on TV last week. They could, they've been running promos for Alistair Black. Like video packages. This was his first time in a couple weeks that he's been on TV. Stephen Christian on Facebook Live Your opinion on Matt saying Is Awake and Hardy Is the broken gimmick spinoff When did uh, Matt Hardy say Awaken I'm a little confused on this He's been using uh, He had that There was a video after Raw Monday And he used Woken Oh really Like in Oh, Woken. In his, yeah. in Marcel his Miller voice. on Facebook just said that. Mm. Woken rhymes are broken. Now, was there somebody on air that went through like a, a whole bunch of adjectives similar to broken? A while ago. Wasn't that somebody did that a while ago? Let's think. Hey, Ant, do you remember this? Yeah, I remember a really great like personality <laughs> saying something like that. Oh, it was Taz. Yes. Dennis did the brown nose motion towards you, Anthony. It's okay, Ant. I believe in brown nosing. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you hear him like far away. His voice S- just subtly seeps right through the whole microphone system. John Soto, was it Moose? Come on now. Will you stop? That's actually funny. Was that in all caps? <laughs> it was actually. It wasn't all caps. It was funny. Though. He popped me either way. Uh yeah. Everybody's running the market. Everyone's having a good time. Yep. Yep. So I guess that's what's going on, right? Um 
I guess uh, Woken, Woken Hardy. I mean, he's doing the delete thing a little bit now. Man, I really thought with the Hardys when they when they did the job a couple of weeks ago, and then the revival came out and beat them up, that that was going to be beginning of the end of the Hardy Boys, and then jump right into the Hardys, Broken Hardys, or whatever they're going to be. You know, um, but no, nah, they wrestled this week. Didn't they win on Raw? They beat they did. The, the club. The club, yeah. The club, the biz quiz. Nerd! Yeah. Got it. Good brothers. Good brothers, yeah. So, Wade Elliott, they need to change uh, the Hardy's music. It's not 2001 no more. You know what? I agree, but I'm okay, Wade, with them using their old music because they're their old persona, they're the Hardy Boys. But I, I don't. I think that's all going to change if they're going to start doing this. Thank God. Hopefully, it happens here eventually. Um, they'll have all new music. But speaking of that old Hardy Boy music, I actually like the song. Um, it's old school, I know, but I actually like it. Um, you know. How's it go? Something like that, right? <laughs> Hardy boys, <laughs> Hardy boys, world give you swanton drops. Hardy boys, Hardy boys. Yeah, you should. All of a sudden, it's Spider Man. <laughs> you got the, in the empty voice, Hardy boys. They call me <laughs> the, the Hardy Master. boys. Oh. <laughs> uh, hmm. Hector Avales, do you like your music, Taz? Bazanji, bro, the best. If that's the music you're speaking of. But all of my music I've liked in um, my wrestling career. Like every, I think everywhere I've been. Do you have a say in your music? Like yes. if you get, I did. Because like you know, you've mentioned uh, how Big Cass's music's not that great. Jason Jordan, and yeah. it's like. Are these guys going to the back and like, all right, guys, this didn't work either. Well, I'm going to tell you how this works now. Okay, this is what's going on. So, past several years, <coughs> excuse me, what they're doing, and, and TNA was the same way. I can't speak on the Ring of Honor, so I never worked for them. But uh, definitely WWE, what they do is, for the most part, they have music that's, they, they create music, and they make it stock music. They put it in the can, as the inside business term goes, as you know, Dennis, because you're in the radio biz. So they put it in the can, they shelf it, and it's stock music. And then they make it for themselves. It's private stock. And then when they have a guy come in, they say, hey, this might fit this guy. Um, from what I understand, uh, they still let the wrestlers hear it beforehand. Now, with me, they didn't do that. With me, when I came in, they, you know, when I came in uh, to uh, WWE, they let me... Uh, Kind of sit and had a meeting with, with Jim Johnson and Kevin Dunn, and, and you know what I mean? Uh, and we talked about it, uh, what I wanted. So, and then they gave me music that sounded nothing like what I wanted, but it ended up sticking. <laughs> so, and they let me hear it before I debuted. They let me hear it early in the day at, at the garden. Uh, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I liked it, and it worked. You know, um, TNA was the same thing. When I came with the TNA, uh, oh, by the way, when I was still in WWE and then Cypress Hill, Ended up doing uh, a playoff on um, Rock Superstar, Thug Superstar. Uh, 
I talked about this. Cypress Hill had a song called Rock Superstar, and they had another song called Rap Superstar. I don't know which one came out first. And I, I like Cypress Hill. I still like Cypress Hill. And then uh, I talked to Be Real, the lead, the lead front man for Cypress Hill, and then he did Thug Superstar for me through WWE. So obviously I had a lot of saying that, and then I used that. Um, when I went to TNA, I, uh, they let me hear my music prior to having it. But they sent me an email with two links, like two attachments. And one was the music that I ended up using, which if I heard it back right now, I couldn't even tell you. It didn't stick with me because I ended up just becoming, yeah, I was a commentator there more than anything. But they sent me this other link, another attachment, and it was Samoa Joe's music. Like his new music, as I should say, revised music while he was still in TNA. And I'm like, wow, this one doesn't really fit me. This other one, I'm saying to myself, and I like the other one. And I emailed them back. I said, yo, this one, let's say attachment one, I like. The other one doesn't really fit me. And they go, oh, sorry, the other one was meant for Samoa Joe. And I'm like, no. That was the beginning of realizing where I was working, that they didn't have their ass between their cheeks or their shit together or whatever. So that's really the backstory on that. So hopefully I answered your question. But I do think today that they do let the guys hear it. But I think they make music and they stock it. And they let people hear, hey, we're thinking of using this for you. You know, that type of thing. Okay, that answers it. Thank that's, you. That's what I think. Um, I think it depends who you are. You know, if you're coming in making a lot of money or you're coming in from somewhere else and you're a veteran, you know, you're going to, like, obviously Bobby Roode's got the whole glorious thing. That's obviously built for the character, you know, so that's custom, custom, custom. I, I read somewhere that they they never said who, and this could ju- all just be hearsay, that it was intended for somebody else first. And they and I couldn't find who it was for. Oh, really? But it, well, it see, wasn't originally intended for Bobby Roode. But hold on. But see, there's, that's my point. That's 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 canned made, and canned, right? Same thing. We heard the guy Coralia, and it was the Patriot was using, you know, uh, uh, the the song that Kurt Angle ended up using. Yeah. So it, I'm just saying, like it's, uh, you know, Roman Reigns' song has a lot of feel of my original song, and we already let people hear where they got my original song from, from the Scorpions version of uh, "Can't Explain," the song "Can't Explain." So, Chap Shooter in North Carolina, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say, there, Hammer? Good moment, Taz team. How are you, buddy? And I am ashamed to have my birthday three days away from Tom Brady. Well, the good news is your birthday is also three days away from Tony Bennett. You know who Tony Bennett is? Uh, yes. Very I nice left my heart in San Francisco. How would Seth do that? Uh, Beautiful. Oh, let's see how <laughs> Seth chaps you. Hold on. I left my heart in San Francisco. Hooray! Chap uh, Shooter, how can I help you? Uh, I have a question and a statement. And begin. All right, my statement is, I believe that John Cena is the greatest sports entertainer of all time. It might be tough to uh, might be tough to argue. I I would think Hulk Hogan belongs in there. Um, I mean it's tough to say the best, but I guess in modern day, yeah. I mean, but I mean, uh, you can't dis not discredit, but you can't forget Hogan. Hogan, you know. I agree, I agree, but I just I think Cena's actually stayed a little bit longer than Hogan, and and I don't I don't know the numbers on the merch sales between the two. But, I mean, that would be something really interesting to look at. Well, hold on now. I want to discuss that real quick, though, Chap Shooter. There's one thing that's unfair to do when you compare guys from Hulk Hogan's era to 
to merchandise sales to John Cena because there was something uh, now called the internet where back then there wasn't. Meaning you can sell 5, 10, 20 more times the amount of merch due to the internet as opposed to Hulk Hogan's era or my era where it was just being sold at a table uh, at an arena. That's true. And then the marketing was also different as well as far as like the, um, uh, like just in general, like the machine of WWE, what they know yeah. now and what they didn't know back well, then. Well, when Hulk Hogan was there, they, they first and foremost, they weren't a publicly traded company. That's a huge deal in itself right there. I mean, so... Uh- you know? Oh yeah, I can see that. Um, but I don't. I don't. I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, look, I think John Cena. I mean, I. I don't. It'd be tough to throw a flag on your comment. I, I honestly, chap shoot. I mean, I. It'd be hard to argue with that. He's. He. Um, he's proven that. My thing with Cena as a for me as a former worker of wrestler, seeing how diverse he is, that he can work with so physically from a physical perspective, work with so many different styles of wrestlers is very impressive to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think Cena's put over a lot of guys, and I think he's made a lot of people as far as, like, yeah. in the past couple of years from the U.S. Open Challenge and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, a guy on Facebook Live, chap shooter, this guy, Patrick Fitzgerald, he's saying Shawn Michaels, in my view, was a guy that was the greatest entertainer of all time. That's another good. That's another great point right there. I mean, Shawn Michaels is another guy who, who I, got guys think, over him. It's great, you know? I think Shawn Michaels is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah, but his promo work was underrated. Oh, yeah. His promo work, really, uh, Shawn Michaels' promo work was excellent, dude. Not just that DX stuff, I'm saying on its own. I mean, uh, uh, it, it, like he, he had a connectivity to the audience, Shawn Michaels. He wasn't as smooth-talking as, you know, Hogan on the mic or Flair on the mic, like those legendary guys, or Randy Savage, you know what I mean? But, uh, or Steve Austin, but, you know, and those, those big names, or The Rock. But Shawn Michaels connected people understood him people could connect to him he had a certain um sincerity in his voice and his delivery Shawn michaels you know what i mean so thank you for calling chap shooter i appreciate it <clears throat> so uh you know i guess we're getting close to the end of the show here again for those on facebook live that are just joined the show now we got to wrap <clears throat> a few minutes early here um because they need the studio uh, Taz, uh, can you uh, tomorrow? Uh, can you leave uh, the studio early? We have a show we have to tape. We have a show to tape. I, what, what am I doing? Sitting here playing grab ass? Uh, what am I doing? Picking my feet? Oh, please don't do that. I mean, really? Like what? We have a show to do, and what, what the f do I do? So yours is live. Before I was cursing for those that are just joined the show. Seg one. Oof! How bad was that, Dennis? One of your better performances I was from a month. from a vulgarity perspective. I know, sorry. And usually it's the other way. Usually you start off calm and you yeah. crescendo to yeah. angry Taz. Today we went reverse. <laughs> so this is a nice. I don't even know what happened. I agree. I no, you're right though. It's just, you're absolutely right. Nice Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. No, you're right. You're Sometimes right. you got to throw a change up. Yeah, that's what you did today. Wade Elliott, E1L. Yeah, that's that's what Tamia Wu said earlier. It's true. Oh, it's true. All right, on that note, uh, what's tomorrow, Friday? That is correct. But I guess I talked about we might have. I have a feeling not going to happen. Not happening. Um, I, I don't I don't want to have the guests. And I can't, I will not say why on the air. I will tell you off the air. It was LeBron James, wasn't it? No, no. <laughs> it wasn't LeBron James. 
Well, I'm not good enough to have LeBron James on my show. Is that what you're implying? I don't think he's good enough to come on. You're damn right he's not. That's right. Not today. You better worry about what's his name making fun of him. Uh, uh, what's his name? Little, little dude Kyrie from... Uh, Steph. Yeah. No, yeah. What's his name? Uh, the kid, number 30. Steph Curry. Steph Curry, yeah. And his, his current teammate. What was that? Probably caught a glimpse. Just once in a while, you gotta. You did a Steph Curry with, with the oh, dance. No, I was, I was, <laughs> that was that. I piped it up again. Uh, all right. Well, we don't need any piping, that's for sure. I know Anthony. He's happy the show's ending early. <laughs> piping it up. So, uh, <laughs> on that note, uh, I guess we're gonna wrap up. So, look, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I gotta get out of here before they get mad at me. We need to type a show, Taz. You know what? Kiss my ass, you mother effers. Let's keep calm. We were doing great. Yeah, you made great God, progress God. today. I, I, I'm gonna, thank you. I, I got to go. I got to go. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll be back tomorrow. Taz Show. Thank you, everybody, for uh, jumped on the show here or joined in. Uh, appreciate you. I'm Taz. You're not. And uh, I hope you guys have a lovely day. And share the show. What? The heck? What? <laughs> so insincere. What? I don't even. Uh, uh, dear, get lost, you bums. Whoa, hey! Guys, I really appreciate you listening or watching the show today. It's so awesome of you to take time out of your busy schedules and your family time. I love each and every one of you, son of a bitch bastards. Thank you so much, you mother of truckers. I'm Taz, and you're not. And you can just stay yeah. Yeah, said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let